Betsy and Thomas here for the American Intelligence Media. Today, we are decoding just one Trump tweet, which is actually a speech given by Donald J. Trump today, January 25th, 2019. Thomas, all I want is for you to dissect that speech. And for those of you who may not have seen it, I do have it in the link in the description box below. Well, Betsy, I am honored to have a chance to speak to this issue because it's uh, unprecedented, it's historic, and as these historic things are happening, we do need to have commentary because people get very confused. And I saw a lot of people putting in remarks along the side of what this live streaming I was looking at, you know, oh, he caved, oh, he that, 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 same old, no, 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 he did not cave. It's very clear what happened, and it's unprecedented what has happened. Never before in American history, in my life, have I seen a president force the Senate and the House to do their job. So because of the the shutdown, they have, in fact, in just the last few days, taken multiple votes, two in the House, two in the Senate. Both of them showed the intransigence of these political parties and that the Democrats wouldn't give up a single vote and that uh, I don't. I didn't look at the House vote, but the, in the Senate, of course, they didn't. Uh, there are a few people in the House who, you know, waver. They're interested in uh, having a barrier, but when it comes down to it, this is the beginning of a new cycle after a midterm, and so all the newbies have to follow exactly what Nancy Pelosi tells them to do, or they don't get any money from the U.S. Chamber of Commerce for their campaigning. This is about being paid. There is another pay system going on, and this other pay system is what controls the insanity that you see as the uniparty. So for all my life, people have been debating this issue of the wall, and nothing has ever come of it. And now it's been forced because the president's job was always to secure our country. And no matter even 20, 30 years ago when it wasn't so bad, it still wasn't secure. It has to be secure. And now with literally Pelosi inviting caravans of illegals filled with our enemies, many of whom have weapons. They've taken weapons, drugs, you name it, from the caravans that are invading our southern border. What you have now is completely unprecedented. You have a president who forced the issue of immigration back to the House to make new laws. They refused to do it. And then he forced the issue to both the Senate and the House, but particularly the House. He forced the issue of, well, will you allow me to do my job, my duty to protect this country? Nope, they won't allow that. Well, then will you at least show some semblance of reality and acknowledge what's going on at the southern border. Nope, nope, there's no southern border. Uh, how about the illegals? No, those aren't illegals. Bring them on in. We love everybody. What about the drugs? Oh, love the drugs. Love the fentanyl. Love the fact that it could kill every American that there is twice over. Just the uh, recent haul that they got of fentanyl created by Chinese companies to kill Americans. Oh, no, no. We are going to turn a blind eye to that. We're going to turn a blind eye to the child trafficking, the human trafficking, the slave trafficking, the sex slave trafficking. We're going to turn a blind eye to the cartel control of our southern border. Just on the south, 
one inch of our southern border, you have a war going on with the cartel. So what Trump has done is very simple. He forced through the close down, the shutdown of the government, which, by the way, was done very carefully. And he did it very carefully. And he had already threatened to do this, as you know, from when this budget was first put in place. And so this is just following through on what he said he would do. They gave him nothing, nothing in two years to do his principal job to secure America. Okay, so he had to fight with them. So this was showing his strength. Some say he caved. He hasn't caved yet because what did he tell them? Either you give me proper bills. And there's been two bills that went through the House under Pelosi's leadership. Both failed miserably to get anywhere. Uh, both bills uh, would have been partially acceptable, but not totally acceptable. Same thing happened in the Senate. And one of those bills was basically the letter that Trump had written to Americans and to the Senate and to the House to say exactly what he wanted and that what he wanted was what his agency heads and the people on the ground who he's met with more than probably any president in modern history to meet with the very people that he is in charge of and that he goes out and meets with law enforcement. He goes out to the border. He looks at it firsthand. He looks at the prototypes being built. This is a hands-on president. He is going to get the barrier, but the barrier is not going to be, as he keeps saying and never did say, that it was from sea to sea. Anyone would know that that's not, there's 600 miles that doesn't even need a barrier of it. So uh, what what he's talking about is, again, he made very specific in his speech today, if you didn't hear it, he reiterated all of his points that he reiterated before again and again about the crime, the drugs, about basically you're a criminal if you do not support me in doing my duty to Americans and to true immigrants in this country. The illegal immigrants, okay, documented, undocumented, whatever, that all has to be sorted out. That's the mess of the Uniparty, the mess of the Senate with the Congress and the the House and the complete nonsense that they have been perpetrating never to come up with a true package of immigration laws that work. What we have now are broken laws written by Obama. That's what is going on right now. Catch and release, unaccompanied minors, uh, the, the open the opening of chain migration, DACA, uh, then DACA anchor babies, and then the DACA anchor, the DACA parents. Come on, that's all Obama. If you look at the history, you'll see that Barack Obama is about creating refugees and destroying countries. He bombed seven countries, pretty much destroyed them, put 58 million refugees, displaced them and then created the entire invasion of Europe along with his other buddies. I've gone into that many times before, but now Obama did it here. So the things that are happening now are the invitations made by Obama, just like Angela Merkel made invitations to come into Germany, but then they had to come all the way through these other countries, starting from Greece all the way uh, on through to Germany. If Angela Merkel wanted a couple million what she calls migrants, which they're not migrant workers. They're not migrants. That's just silly. They're not migrating. They have no, 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 no. This is an invasion. It's a clear invasion. She should have just sent the ships down and got them. 
And as we pointed out, first to point it out, it was Angela Merkel's money that paid for the ships along with George Soros and uh, his foundation, Open Border, Open Society Foundation, that paid the money for those ships that were flying false flags that were the ships picking up all the refugees and bringing them to Europe. And it was George Soros who was providing the food and water along the way. Now, we've always assumed that it was the Pope, since the Pope receives most of the money for these refugees through the United Nations, which is collected from all the members of the United Nations. A fee is given to them based upon how many refugees there are in the world. Trump has busted this, and he's refused to participate in this, and he's defunded that program and many other United Nations programs. Because why? They're fake. But unfortunately, we have the bad consequences that what Barack Obama did, we still have to live with. We still have to live with the Arab Spring. We still have to live with what happened in Benghazi. With When I say Obama, remember that Hillary was right there promoting the whole thing. Right up, and then the Barack Obama administration became the Hillary weaponized administration for the election. And that We've proven that over and over again. So what Trump did today with his speech was he said to them, okay, I gave you a chance. I gave you a long chance. I've gone into historically unprecedented amount of days where the government partially, partially closed down and government agents, she's furloughed. So he didn't pull any dirty tricks. And as a matter of fact, he's held all the power and all the cards the whole time. It has now, as we pointed out, been shown that this was the greatest 2020 political move that could possibly ever be done by a president incumbent who is running again. And that is because he pointed out that neither the Republicans in name only, and we got to see who they were, the Mitt Romneys in the crowd and the Jeff Flakes, who would always vote against what the real Republican group is doing because they have to stand out so that they get paid more money by the vested interest. They don't just get their little bit of money. The U.S. Chamber of Commerce doles out to Mitch McConnell. No, no, no. Mitt Unfit Mitt has his entire other sources, just like John McCain did, just like all of the most vociferous members, especially in in powerful committees, but just the ones who are out there speaking the loudest, except for Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She's not been there long enough. But if you've been there three, four terms, or, or you're powerful like Mitt Romney, or you sit on a position as a major key player in a committee, then you can receive money in your offshore account if you dissent in a vote. But then you get thrown out of the U.S. Chamber of Commerce chain of money. And that money comes from all kinds of illegal places because it's institutionalized, it's allowed. So Trump is basically said to them, look, you can't get, but remember before, even while uh, Rhino, Paul Ryan was still the Speaker of the House, The Republicans did pass a bill giving even more than the amount of money that Trump needed for the wall. But of course, there were no Democrats who would vote for it. So we have already seen that both the House and the Senate have done everything they can do. They had both sides present their best chances, and they put the bills forward. They voted on them, and they stuck to party lines. So Trump had already told them. And what did he tell them? If you can't get it together, and what he just did... And his deal with them was he worked really hard with everybody to show not only that the wall and DACA 
that would mean anchor babies, that would mean a lot of undocumented illegal aliens were just turned from supporting the Democratic Party that doesn't support them, and they're now becoming Republicans. And so Trump is getting Nancy Pelosi, who is one of the weakest people uh, that he is going to ever have to fight in his battles, uh, to basically make one mistake after the next and build the planks for the platform for the 2020 Democratic presidential election and other who are running in that election. So what is going to happen? It's going to be just like the last election. All they had was an anti-Trump election platform and planks. That's it. They had nothing to say positive. Well, this next election, he's getting them to say everything negative. And the Republicans are having to side with Trump because they saw what happened to the rhinos. The rhinos, a whole bunch of them are out. And had they not been out, then the Senate might have actually gone to having uh, 60 uh, Republicans and then things could move forward some some uh, little bit, but not so much because as long as the House is controlled by the Democrats, it's not going to go anywhere. The next two years is going to be a turkey shoot and they think Donald Trump's the turkey, but they're actually shooting at their own turkey butts because they don't understand. Trump is loved by his base. He's loved by his supporters. And it's many more than we saw on the election night or we see in polls. And it's gaining more every single day. And the Democrats are losing people every day because they're coming out and having to say they don't care about DACA. They don't care about that 800,000 people. They don't care about the 800,000 people who were furloughed from the federal government. They don't care about people being murdered on the border. They don't care about human traffic people. They don't care about human organ harvest people. And that's, I, I don't like to get into that, but that's a huge industry. They literally support human organ harvesting because that's one of the biggest industries with the catch and release program. It might as well just say the catch and release human organ harvesting program because of the catch and release of the 800,000 pleading asylum, uh, what, 90 some, well, more than, uh, more than 95% of them do not show up for their court case. In other words, what happened to them and what happened to their children, supposedly their children, and what happened to their wives, supposedly their wives, the women they were with, the children they were with, and why were they undocumented to begin with? Why would you seek asylum with no documents? You see, this is what really happens on the border. And Trump has to play it simple for people because he's dealing with less than a fifth grade mentality in terms of the American populace, especially those who watch television. And in fact, those estimates have gone lower than a fifth grade intelligence at this point because of the mainstream media's basically subliminal programming and because it's all the same and because it's a monopoly uh, through avid and ISIS management that everything in the mainstream media is all written by the same person. Just listen to it. Who do they think writes that? Does anybody stop and ask? Just turn the channels between your news agencies on any one show. They say the same thing at the same time. How could that be? Because they're all being told what to say. So, we are in a huge battle, that southern border. Why is the mainstream media fighting it with all of their might? Because the mainstream media are globalists. And globalists need the blaming of fentanyl and deaths of fentanyl 
on China and the illegal drugs coming across the southern border instead of on their real pharmaceuticals, the opiates that kill an equal amount of people because of iotrogenesis, misdiagnosis of doctors or misuse of particular prescriptions or even literally taking the wrong prescriptions. These things are all hinged on the southern border. What about the opiates coming into the country? Well, how do you think the sanctuary cities keep the people who are out on the streets happy if they can't bring in cheap opium, cheap heroin? Where does that come from? It comes from Afghanistan. It comes from Thailand. It comes from the CIA, from the rogue CIA, and from other intelligence agencies that bring it across our southern border into California, particularly, and, and into other border states, but particularly California. And now what do you see? Every city that's warm has so many people on the streets that they can't deal with it. It's become a third world country, California has. And that is what all of America will become if we can't stop the invasion of the caravans and we can't stop them without what you got to see with the last caravan. They took literally fences, those aren't walls, and they didn't take the steel barriers. They worked with what they had and they put up bob wire and they put up stronger fences and they stopped them. But why did they stop them? Not even because of that, it was because Mexico had to cooperate for a minute because when Trump closed down the border, they lost so much money by that border being closed down. And they had to close down the border because the military came in and they put up literally, you know, cement pilings and all kinds of things to build this and many levels of of barbed wire so that they could defend America. And Mexico, because those were the major ports of entry and major highways lost huge amounts of money because many Mexicans come to America, make their money and take it back to Mexico. As a matter of fact, the current president of Mexico said that was a right of all all Mexicans to be able to illegally go into America, make money and bring that money back to Mexico. Okay, we can stop that with a mere $7 billion in Trump's plan. If you read his plan, it's comprehensive, easily done, could be done easily during this administration of his, uh, the rest of the time he has, easily done, probably in a year, we could have a safe and secure southern border. And then when we took the millions, the tens of millions of illegal aliens, if we wish to, and we deported them, once we put them on the other side of Mexico, they are not coming back. And that's what we just got through seeing was one of the first times that we actually deported a pretty large amount of these asylum seekers who we found out were actually criminals, members of Hezbollah, of Hamas, of ISIS, of Al-Qaeda, from Venezuela, uh, Russians, Chinese, you name it. Every one of our enemies was in that group that just got returned to the border and sent back to Mexico where they came from. Those were all asylum seekers with no documentation in many cases. Now look at that. But we happen to have enough documentation on the criminals to know which ones are the criminals. I think it was 266,000 known criminals were caught at the border. Those are the ones caught. Those were the stupid ones. The good ones don't get caught. And we just sent a whole slew of them back. And so if you don't support a secure border, this type of criminality, move to Europe, to one of the countries 
where they've now voted to send all the migrants back and live there for a while and see how you integrate. Or maybe you should invite some MS-13 members to come live in your house and date your daughter. Because that's what you're doing when you are a Democrat acting as now Trump calls them radical Democrats. That's what we've been calling them. Radical, fascist, socialists. And at one point we were calling them literally radicalized, fascist, socialist, Marxist, chaos Marxism, basically, Democrats. And that's basically what Alexandria or Crazio Cortez is. And they just took a recent poll. 73% of Democrats would like Ocrazio to be the next president. That's how far left to fascism, to insanity, to lunaticville we have gone with the Democratic Party. Now, we got to see it with Bernie, angry Bernie, who's still angry. And we were seeing it with some of these new people coming forward. You know, I want to be a socialist. I want to run a socialist party here in America. That's very lovely. Look at history. It doesn't work. There's no socialist country that's ever been successful. There's not even been a socialist experiment that's been successful for more than two generations. Think it through. People promoting socialism are trying to get what? People who want something for nothing. Those would be the criminals, as we pointed out, 22 million known by the FBI, partially documented illegal aliens in this country. They are all criminals from the get-go. All right? And what did you expect next from them? Because they could have exited and come back in. They could have even done a dual thing. There's many ways to, to even trick the immigration system where you can get on a process which will get you a citizenship. But no, none, I forget the exact number. It was unbelievable. Of the 800,000 DACA members, so few of them had actually done anything proper while they were getting this deferment. And they had stolen social security numbers and they were actually paying taxes and receiving tax returns. And they, it was, it's just unbelievable. So when you're talking DACA, you're talking about really trained criminals who can train future aliens, illegal aliens, through basically bringing them in by reference, whether it be by a lottery, by chain lottery, by family, by anchor babies, by uh, DACA association, by DACA parent association, by the fact that they just got in and they're staying. What are we going to do about that? If we had a southern border, we could actually send them back, in many cases, to where they came from. And they wouldn't try to come back because they know that they can't get through the border. Then we can focus on actually doing our job with those coming in through airports and through boats and other places. And we can make sure that people don't overstay their visas. And then we'll be the most desired nation in the world with the most trained and refined workforce in the world with the greatest manufacturing in the world because everyone will want to come here. Now, people know that they can come here because America's been trashed and they can live on the social service system. And they think that that is the same offer that Angela Merkel gave the supposed uh, migrant invasion of Europe. But that was never offered here. But what we're saying is the rhinos in the Senate and the Democrats in the Senate and the Democrats in the House have literally become criminals by inviting these caravans 
to come into this country and have no border to stop them and will not fund a border to stop them. So what Trump did, he stuck to his guns. He said, you all can do this and come up with the bills I can sign. I'll even author the bills for you. I'll tell you what should be in them. I'll work with you. I won't leave the White House. I won't take a vacation. I won't go anywhere. I'll work until we solve this. I'll give in. I'll, I'll let DACA have a three-year extension. I will give in. I will make other compromises, uh, both for the steel uh, border, instead of calling it a wall, but it, he never meant necessarily that it was just simply a wall, a cement wall. It, he meant that it would be a secure barrier. And so the secure barrier here describes now uh, it combines everything that uh, crazy Nancy Pelosi wants. Drones! Drones! We must have drones. And we must have censors because for some reason she thinks that that's going to make them work. And she thinks that we should have this and that. And it's all added as well as a lot of other money for the humanitarian crisis there, for medical concerns, for more ICE officers, for better ports of entry, as well as everything else that is needed. But Pelosi doesn't want that. And here's the prediction. He's given them till February 15th. They're not going to come up with a bill. He will have to pull the next option. Now, the next option needs to be explained because people are very confused by it. He's already declared three national emergencies, human trafficking, drugs, and opium, and another one. All three of them concern the southern border. He's already declared a national emergency. He doesn't need to declare another one. There have been other national emergencies declared. Since the time of Jimmy Carter, I think there's still 17 existing, in effect, national emergency orders. And people don't understand this. The presidents declare national emergencies all the time. He could have at any time done what he's going to do, which is take $7 billion from his beautiful omnibus budget which has created this whole mess, he knew that he would have a huge slush fund called the military. And that literally hundreds of billions of dollars, I think it's like $806 billion. I may be misquoting that $807 billion for this year or for next year uh, or last year or this year. Well, guess what, folks? He only needs $7 billion of that. And he's calling the troops back from wars we should have never been in. And he can use the troops with this national emergency, as he already has done. And I'll explain that in a minute, how he's already done that. But he can use the troops. He can use the National Guard. Uh, and if uh, the crazy governor of California, whether it be Jerry Brown or his uh, lookalike Nancy Pelosi's nephew, Gavin Newsom, I like to call him Newsom, uh, whether they want like it or not, we are going to secure the border. And if they want the criminals to come across, then we will have to take action for that. Because, yes, California is run as a criminal organization. And unfortunately, the governor is involved. Just look at Pacific Gas and Electric, Miss Pelosi, Miss Feinstein, Mr. Brown, Mr. Newsom. That is a disgrace. You are burning your entire California to the ground and making the rest of America pay for it. It's disgusting what goes on in California. If necessary, we should build a wall on the eastern front of California and just let them do their thing. But the point is, anyone who wouldn't recognize that we are in a war on our southern border 
go visit Tijuana. Please go take a visit to Tijuana and and bring a couple MS-13 gang members back in your trunk, okay? Because that's what the truth of the matter is. That's what the reality is. And it's even worse than that. That's what we see and that's what the mainstream media shows us. It's much, much worse than that. We have told you how bad it is in previous broadcasts and in previous intelligence reports. But what's happening in our southern border could end America. It could end America. And it is the globalist incursion upon nationalism, upon American sovereign rights. And if we do not win that war in the southern border, as Trump is winning the war with the horrible trade deals, which are basically globalistic vampirism of America, with the deals with Britain that control most of our infrastructure, our military industrial complex, and our technological industry. Or take a, the battles that he is winning, the battle on the southern border is one of the most immediate because people are dying every day. And they're dying from many things, and many of those things are never recorded. Our jails are filled with the criminals who've come across that southern border, not to mention, as he keeps saying, hundreds of millions of dollars go to those Central American countries, and they do nothing for us except now organize caravans of their most vicious people, in some cases, give them arms, weapons, money, give them trucks, buses, food, shelter along the way, and take them right to the southern border with the promise that they're going to get over, get to America and receive social services here. That isn't the way it's going to work with the Trump administration for the next two years. And when he's reelected for the next four years, and then whoever the MAGA-like candidate in the future that continues this reclaiming of our republic and the winning of the second American revolution will continue these exact same laws because this is the only thing that makes sense. Look around at other countries and you will see that even the Monroe Doctrine is now being enforced by Donald Trump because Venezuela is not any longer going to probably be controlled by Russia and China. The same thing with other South American countries. Uh, Brazil included, uh, many other countries in South America are, there is a battle between the communist regimes to take them over. And now the radical Islamic fascists have come into South America and are massing, massing troops in South America. What do you think that's for? Because once the southern border has been totally breached and these patterns of caravans are started, then they will be filled with our enemies even from the Middle East, not just from South America, not just from communist countries, not just from the fighting actors or the warriors from those countries coming over as mercenaries, hiding as uh, asylum seekers who don't happen to have any documentation. No, folks, we are under assault. And I am very proud of our commander-in-chief. And what he's done, he's given them three weeks to do what? To build some more planks to their platform for the Democrats and to show which rhinos are the real rhinos so they will not be reelected. Matter of fact, I hope some of these people are recalled because at this point we're seeing that some of these people simply need to be recalled because of their criminal activity. They cannot explain why they do not support law and order, law enforcement, 
why they would for any reason support the illegality of sanctuary cities, let alone sanctuary states, let alone a non-secure southern border or any non-secure border in America. These politicians have to go and many of them have dual citizenship and they should go immediately. There should be no such thing as a politician in America being paid by the taxpayers who is a dual citizen. And I also mean to the five eyes countries of Britain, Canada, New Zealand, Australia, and of course, America. But the point is, I don't care. If you're a citizen citizenship, have British citizenship, get out of politics, choose another profession. And I also wanna make one other remark. Trump has shown that 800,000 non-essential employees, now now mind you, there are 4.5 million federal employees, 2.5 of them are military national guard and or law enforcement controlled directly by the commander in chief, Donald Trump. So take away 2.5 from 4.5 and you have 2 million. Out of the 2 million, 800,000 in this huge corporation called the federal government are non-essential employees. I don't know a, country, a company not a successful company that has any non-essential employees. And you can see that now with BuzzFeed and all these other mainstream media uh, news outlets. They're all crumbling. They're all downsizing. Uh, the tech companies all downsizing. Why? Because that's the first thing you do. Well, the federal government needs to be downsized. And I hope the next time he closes government, which he th has threatened, that in three weeks, if they don't get it together... He'll do what he has to to secure the southern border and or close government again. Closing government again, next time he closes government, he will have a plan for those reduction of force people that he wants to take out after 30 days. Mark my words. That is just a particular um, the speculation on my part, but mark my words on that one. He will not close the government again next time without a plan after 30 days to reduce particularly the senior executive service members who all consider themselves to be, they, none of them went out on furlough. They all consider themselves to be essential. But in fact, you're told by the people below them that they are the most non-essential of all employees. That's the Obama foot soldiers, the holdback. This is the Gladio group. This is the, the holdback group that was modeled after the holdback group in World War II. And what it is, it's a bureaucracy that makes sure that even the new officials don't do anything that they want to do. They meet 85% resistance in the bureaucratic senior executive service. And those who are running the top bureaucracies, there are 26 federal agencies. There don't need to be. Many of those are made up, added, and they're nothing more than private corporate intelligence agencies, all of which should be struck from the federal government completely. But what is Trump doing here? This is brilliant. This is a deal of deals. The longer they can't come to a bill that he can sign, they show who they are exactly as they've done. Was this the ideal way? No, but he couldn't predict that they would be that unmovable. He couldn't predict that they would make the political mistake of showing exactly who they are. So anyone who is following, anyone with a mind who has been pulled in to this uh, drama of American politics is being shown who the world swamp creatures are every single day, and it's beautiful. And so 
in these next few weeks, what are you going to see? You're going to see the same old posturing from Pelosi and Schumer as you've always seen. And then you'll probably see Donald Trump just simply have the military do it because then he will not have the stupid oversight of the Congress. He will simply do this for military purposes to secure our border because we are under assault. Exactly as numerous nations in the European Union did, and they are the only ones who have survived intact. Those who built walls, fences, and put up a lot of barbed wire and did not allow these caravans, these migrants who are really invaders to come through. And that is what Trump has done. Could we have predicted this? No. We didn't know what was going to happen because Trump had to see what they would do. He couldn't have predicted how stupid they're being, how overt they're being about the fact that they don't care about any of their constituencies and how they're actually showing who their real puppet masters are. So Donald Trump, the art of the deal is once again in your hands.